it's not worth it because at the end of the day, the show is still going to go on, whether I'm here or not. And and if I'm not my best self, then how can I put out my best work? And I and I take pride in putting out work. I take pride in in my work, in my art. So if I'm not my best self, no, I can't do it. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 114 of the Mad Happy Podcast. I'm Mason. Today we have an amazing episode uh, with Charm LaDonna. Uh, Charm is a choreographer, an artist, uh, someone who was really, really special to talk to. Haven't had anyone uh, on the show yet uh, who really does what what she does and is in that field uh, and is a master of that craft. Uh, selfishly, was was really awesome to talk to her, having worked on some of my favorite artist tours, uh, most notably and recently the Big Steppers tour that Kendrick did. She did all the choreography and movement direction for that and I think just has a really amazing story uh, growing up in Compton in, in L.A. And, you know, the way that she sort of got started in the business was ended up being on tour with, with Madonna in high school and just how she's really been able to hone her craft and, and work so hard was, was really inspiring to talk to her and, and hear a little bit about her story and then, you know, now how she's choosing to sort of give back to the community um, now that she has this platform uh, to really continue to inspire the next generation. Um, so really, really enjoyed uh, this conversation with Charm. I think you guys are going to love listening to it, hopefully. So yeah, stick around and check it out. The Mad Happy Podcast is brought to you by Optimism. Enjoy the show with Charm and LaDonna. I know you said you just got back in town, right? Yeah. Where Where are you coming from? Where are uh, we catching you? What's, um, how's the summer going so the far? Su- summer's going great. I was in Portugal. Nice. Working on um, the weekend tour, his Europe tour. And then nice. I was in Lisbon doing the UEFA. That was where he had like the like the MF Doom thing, right? The mask? The, like, yeah, the, was... the mask and the... Um... The scepter? Yes. Yeah. Yes, that. Nice. And then where was I at? Oh, you said Portugal? I was or... in Portugal and I was in... Um... Damn, where was I? Lit. Oh yeah, Istanbul. I'll be Turkey. moving. Turkey. Turkey. I'll be moving. Yeah, yeah. Turkey doing the um, UEFA champion, the opening Sick. ceremony with Anita. Yeah, I move a lot. You're like you're traveling like I all, travel a lot. Like I year. think this year already, I've probably been, been home maybe a couple weeks. Do you like that or? I do. Yeah. Because I like what I do. I love what I do. Yeah. So I know that this comes with it being able yeah. to travel. Now though, I can tell you that I'm trying to. I try to travel and see things explore mm. like build in some build in play some, like if I can. into the it's work it's very hard yeah i'm trying to do that now well, um, just do like uh, you could book my flight two days later and right. then you're like but here's the thing though could I'm, I'm gonna be very honest is like my schedule is so packed yeah i'm grateful and blessed to have like my artists are moving it's, it's festival time it's mm-hmm. you know getting prepped for new albums and things are happening so i literally go from one job to the next from one job to the next and kind of with no it never days, ends. Yeah. it never ends. So yeah. if I do have a rehearsal from like 10 to 6, yeah. I'll be like, oh, let me try to end at 4, and then let me go try to see this building. Yeah. I try to do that now. And when you say like my artist, do you sort yeah. of like sign like multi-year contracts with certain artists, or it's mm-hmm. more just like personal friendships, and you kind of know, all right, I'll, like, I'm going to ride with them until I sort mean, of this idea it, is done? It kind or? of like I built relationships with certain um, artists that I work with, Yeah, and when they call me, if they call me, I come. I don't always expect it to be me. You're like Batwoman. It's like the phone ring. It's yeah, like no, for <laughs> The signal no. in the sky. Like, I'm and there. I, and I'm there. Yeah. Like, no, seriously. And I, and I make it work. But I don't always just assume an artist is going to call me, even if they're my friends. Right. Like, is it difficult at all for you to work creatively, like, with 
friends or like like sort of the line of like business and pleasure crossing or like what's that like i've never had like a negative yeah um perspective when it comes to working with friends and i say that because i built these relationships with these artists we would even start off as friends yeah yeah, you know they they call me to hire me they respect the work they respect the work and and, and then we kind of like i love to build relationships with people because i feel like it's a collaboration i don't i always say i don't work for anybody right we collaborate together we work with you know we collaborate and if we vibe together then we can create if we can't vibe if we don't have you know the energy then we can't create what we need to create i feel like Mm. so it just so happens that all the artists yeah i'm with other we end up being friends because we vibe. First. Yeah, I feel like there's like something so personal about movement and choreography that's mm-hmm. like you know it, it's deeper than like oh like a a producer sent me this like beat and I can just rap on it. Like mm-hmm. there's more like intimacy of like no we actually have to like yes. connect and create uh, yes. on at like least, a much deeper level. I feel like yes for sure. At least that's how I love to do it. Yeah, because. I feel like all of my artists are different. They're different people, which is why my work looks different on different people. Yeah. You know, I have to get to know you. I want to know what do you want to say? How do you feel? What does this music mean to you? Like, what does it mean to you? Yeah. I could hear it interpreted in my own way, but what are we trying to say? If we're trying to say anything. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think um, that's like the beauty of like the most talented people of like, you know, I think about someone like Rick Rubin is like, he can mm-hmm. shine through with the Beastie Boys just as much as like... Mm-hmm. Kanye and like write two completely different sounds like you work with completely different artists but it's like bringing your same sort of like energy and DNA to the to the table I guess to back up a little bit like we both grew up in LA would love to sort of hear about like how you would describe your upbringing like where this sort of passion for movement and dance like even entered your life I always say like I'm from Compton Uh straight up I'm from Compton but I've had friends all over Los Angeles Mm. and being a dancer and having these friends, I would always move all around. It's like sports. Yeah, like, like all yeah, around yeah. Los Angeles. But I started dancing at a, a young age, three. Yeah. You know, your Yeah, mom. I read on <laughs> your Wikipedia. It said at three years old, she told her mom I that did. she My wanted mom to tells be a dancer. Yeah. I was like, three years old? Yeah, yeah, literally. And you can even look at my, my. I have like videos of me like in kindergarten, I'm preschool, sure, yeah. choreographing. And yeah. I say choreographing, I was improving. Yeah. But I didn't know I was choreographing. I was just dancing my, like dancing my life away. Yeah. And I remember my, I think my youngest um, memory of dance is when I thought I could fly, <laughs> story of my life, thought I could fly, I jumped from a tree, hit my head, had to get stitches, and then I wasn't crying over the stitches, I was crying because the doctor said I couldn't do my dance recital. Mm. And I told my mom, like, I'm going to do this dance recital. I think I was like five. No matter so what. I was yeah. like, I'm doing it, I want to do it, and then I end up doing it, and I have pictures of me with like... Stitches all in my head, like stitches. Harry Potter on you guys. <laughs> you, just, you know, um, and I'm saying that to say it literally, like, I know it may sound cliche, but I've been, I knew dance was everything for me at yeah. a very young age. Yeah. I knew I loved entertainment. I loved the arts. Yeah. I knew that. Yeah. I didn't know where it was going to take me. But yeah. I just knew I loved to dance and I loved everything. Was about there it. like anything about your like household environment or energy or like how, like, where do you think that sort of like confidence or just innate, like, knowing sort of came from because i feel like for so many kids it's like the biggest thing even like i think about us sometimes just like yeah what am i good at what do i want to do yeah. how do you know like you know I, it seems like you were so secure from like a young yeah, age i'm gonna just say it was beyond me i think it's a higher power i think it's god yeah i think it's my gift facts and i just kind of like 
leaned into it and I was grateful and blessed to have a mother who acknowledged it and even yeah. though she knew nothing about dance couldn't afford anything right. I was like what okay great I'll, we'll figure it out just like nurtured that just ability of like nurtured I'll drive you where you need to go whatever class and you know it got more and more expensive and she ended up working at dance studios for me to dance and it was yeah. just she nurtured it yeah what's sure. like the What's sort of like the path, I guess, like you join like sort of like a high school team or is like, um, I'm just thinking about like for like sports. Is yeah, there like a no. AAU club type like thing? No, or so like- I started like a recreational at a park and yeah. then that dance teacher was like a professional dancer and was like, no, she needs to go to a proper dance school. And then I went to a like dance. She's different. Like- yeah, she, she, that's what she told my mom. And my mom was like, okay, so she, I went to a, a, a dance school in Hollywood. Like an after school program or like? Your the, school, school. No, this was like a this was like a your like a own after school yeah, type yeah, of situation, yeah, yeah. and then the dance school in Hollywood was its own thing. And my mom would drive me there. It started just once a week on Saturdays. Yeah, and then I got better and better, and more classes, and more of this, and more and more and more. And then from there, um, if we fast forward, like middle school, it just I continued to dance, dance yeah. classes, and then high school I went to performing arts high school, and that's where it really Sick. hit, um, Los Angeles County High School for the Arts. Yeah, where it was just about art. Do you know uh, the Debbie Allen uh, Dance Academy? Yeah, yeah, I know Dada. Yeah, so I had a uh, my sister like went there her whole life mm-hmm. growing up and was like, like did did really well there. Ended up like studying uh, choreography at Tisch and is like yeah. sort of still working in the space. But I like yeah. I would go to all those like recitals and stuff. It was like yeah. really really cool. No, I imagine I, it was like the same sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, it was the same thing. A lot of my friends were Dada kids. Yeah, um, my mom couldn't afford Dada. Yeah, um, and is Dada nice? Hmm. Is like. Was Dada considered like? Oh, Dada was like, is nice. It is it's beautiful. It's beyond. Yeah. Yeah. Debbie Allen has, I think, one of the best programs. Sick. When it comes to dance and, and artistic and vision and all that, I just I just remember back then. Remind this is years ago, it's twenty years. Yeah. I, I knew my. I don't think my mom could have. It was very expensive. I remember yeah. going. Yeah. And it was just very expensive. Yeah. And I was doing. I was in APC. I don't know if you know a place called Home. I was there, and I was with my dance school. It was Miss Monica's, mm. and again, my mom worked there, and my mm-hmm. mom could afford mm. could afford what that was. Yeah, um, still a beautiful program. Yeah, I know when you were like a senior in high school, right? That's uh-huh. when you got asked to join the Madonna tour. Yeah, was that like your first like, holy shit, sort of moment? Like, wow, like I I can actually like build a career and like a life out of this. Yeah, it, it was. I actually I was seventeen. I was in history class, Mr. Friedman's class. It's so funny because I just taught at my high school like a couple months ago and I was telling the story Mr. Friedman is still there (laughs) shout out Mr. Friedman shout out to Mr. Friedman (laughs) but it was our history class and I got a call and one of my friends was like hey you need to come audition I said okay I auditioned and I got it and then one day I'm in history class the next day I'm in rehearsal with Madonna that's crazy and it was like uh, it was like I I guess everything I worked for because I let me tell you about my high school and how I had to get there right Compton to like Hollywood? East L.A. No, because I went to Loxa. Okay. So it was like one, two, two buses, three trains. Wow. Out the house at 5 a.m. We got out of school at 4 p.m. And then again, the same buses and trains back home. Or I would go to dance class after. Right. So there was a different type of dedication, I feel like. Yeah. And uh, what, like you weren't getting home until like 9, 10 p.m.? Yeah, kind of thing. And my mom would pick me up. Um, after she got off work for Millennium, when I was taking to class, and I would take the bus to Millennium, and I would go home, and it was just the just the ongoing cycle. So you were like all in, like this I was, was all like in your life. Oh, I was all in. I was yeah. all in. I think I was all in since I was ten. I was yeah. like, I had my first music video when I was ten. Wow. And that's when I was like, oh, I'm I'm in this. This yeah. is it. And yeah. that's where I just kind of like dedicated everything yeah. to and for. Yeah. And what was like 
your dream at the time? Like, was it like to to dance in like music videos? I, like, were you thinking no, about yourself more honest, as like a dancer? Or a I, I, was gonna go, like, I thought I was going to go to like UArts, Fordham, and be an A League kid. I thought yeah. I was going to go theater. Yeah. I'm technically trained, which a lot of people don't know. Yeah. I thought I was going that route. Yeah. I knew I loved to choreograph though because I've always choreographed. Mm. But I was like, okay, I'm going to go to college. I'm going to do this whole A League thing. I'm, you know, go that route and then I'll make my way back to. California. Yeah. Mm, didn't work out like that. Yeah. Clearly. I feel like that's Clearly. what's so like beautiful about like the journey though. It's like even yeah. you said from three years old, I knew exactly what I wanted to do, but even like a dream that you have at 17 is so different than what you end up doing. And it's yeah. sort of like zigzags and you find your way all the way back. And, and you it's just find like your way back. Yeah. I really believe that. Yeah. I think um, it like the, the spirituality element that like you talk about, I love of, like, you know, as long as we sort of just like have integrity, like work hard, mm-hmm. like respect people, like mm-hmm. live an honest life. It's mm-hmm. like, it, it, it's a higher power will sort of take care of the rest mm-hmm. and sort of put you in the place that you're supposed to be. I and really it's like, the more that. you can keep your head down and think about it like that and not like worry about all this like extra shit. It's like, you know, that's, that sort of makes me feel like more at peace. Same. I agree. Yeah. So from the Madonna tour, like, did it yeah. just sort of start to, like, snowball after that? Yeah, or, like, I did went, you, you oh. had to go back to school, like, the I kid who, to, like, does the movie and comes back and everyone's mm-hmm. like, oh, shit. Like, no, I actually, when I came back from Madonna tour, I was in college at that point. So I got okay. accepted to a few colleges. You come I, home for graduation or you skip I did graduation? Not, I didn't do graduation. <laughs> I didn't do prom. I didn't do any senior <laughs> activity. I was crushed. <laughs> crushed so the price you pay for uh, yeah for i was the- crushed all my friends i mean think of my high school like a fame like we all grew together yeah, it was yeah. it was not a lot of us yeah we just you know we nurtured each other and then at the last minute it's like all right bye i was so ashamed that i didn't even say bye to anybody i just never came back mm. it's crazy i just got my diploma from from an honorary diploma from my high school really yeah so i just posted was that Instagram. something that like bothered you like not having yeah not i don't know i just felt like because i don't have a, like a like an undergraduate degree from college or something yeah. and like there's times where that sort of like just eats at me and then i it, really think no, about it and i'm just like why like it doesn't really be, mean anything mm, but like i'm gonna be honest and say it for years i was so bummed that i didn't get the the high school diploma from my school because one you have to audition to get into Loxa mm. at the time when I was going into Loxa and it was hard to get in it was hard and it was a different type of like I said like determination and skill to to, to want to be to still be in the school 14 13 years old up at 5 a.m like that's a different that's dedication like sports mm-hmm. you know yeah and I grew with these people and I just felt like I did all this work and then I just didn't get anything mm. From, I don't know. I was, it was a thing. And I was like, I didn't get a diploma. Like, and Long story short, I got my diploma, my honorary diploma. Because yeah. I, I graduated, but I graduated yeah. home school when I went on tour. I got my honorary diploma this year, and I'm crying my eyes out. And people don't see me cry. So it was just like, <laughs> I'm crying my eyes out. Because I didn't know, like, that moment, the little girl in me, that high school girl, she, yeah. she was fulfilled. I don't care how many award shows I've done, how many yeah. Super Bowl, whatever. That moment mm. was, like, the peak of everything for me. It's so crazy. Isn't that it's crazy? like just that this piece, like it's like, like I don't know, like what I had from it. It's like you have a whole career and all yeah, the success, I don't know. I, but yeah, just like a piece of paper framed in something it, that will just yeah. collect dust in your I, house is like. It's like that was it. I think it's. I think it's. It's. It goes back to like the little girl in me. Yeah. Well, it's like it's a societal thing of like yeah. we grow up. It's like these are the the benchmarks of life that yeah. you have to sort of like accomplish to like be an adult or like mm-hmm. grow up or like you know, I don't know. I don't know, but I got it. Yeah. Needless <laughs> to say. Um, Congratulations. They, I appreciate that. <laughs> it means the world. And um, yeah, so left. I'm going to go back because we were talking about me leaving. Oh, yeah. 
and then going on tour with Madonna. And then what happened is I I came back and I went to UCLA. Mm. UCLA full time, and then I became. Did they have a good like a choreography program? Yeah, beautiful dance program. Yeah, um, world arts and culture. Nice. And you can do two. You can do cultural studies or or dance, and I was dance. Nice. Um, Did you always know that you sort of like wanted to go to college, or was that like a like a discussion of like am I, th- I gonna start working or again it was always set in my mind that I was gonna go to college and go into like a theater kind of thing mm-hmm. I wanted to go to college one I'm gonna be honest and just say I wanted to make my mom proud for some I don't know why I thought co- I don't know I'm just like yeah no I think these I, are like normal things yeah that, like okay I want to go think. to college my mom didn't go to college you know um, yeah, you have like a something to prove something yeah. to prove kind of thing and I um got accepted to UCLA and I was like okay Going on tour with Madonna, though, opened my eyes to me knowing that, oh, I want that for sure pinned the point of me knowing that I want to choreograph and be more mm-hmm. on the commercial mm-hmm. side of things mm-hmm. um, and travel. So UCLA was What was it no about brand. that experience you think that, that sort of like turned you on to that side of it? I don't know. I think it was... Just like seeing the, it all? Seeing it all, the traveling, the music, the dancing, the... Le- like, it was just... It was a fast pace for me. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I can do this. This is what I want. This is what I looked also looked up on you know look on watching tv watching mm-hmm. the music mm-hmm. videos mm-hmm. and like and now i'm doing it oh i can do it it's tangible it's real okay yeah so this like is actually I seeing can, is believing seeing so now i can i know i can do this yeah because i never had an agent most of my friends had agents i didn't have an agent mm. so all of my friends were already doing what i wanted to do yeah you know i was training to be yeah. to go into like concert world yeah and so when I got into the Madonna, I was like, oh, I'm in here. This is real. Oh, I want to keep, let me see, let me see what, what else I can, mm-hmm. I can do. So I was, I decided to go to UCLA to stay in California. Yeah. And so that's when, um, and they have a, the cultural studies and the dance program. Also, they, they do focus on choreography a little bit more mm-hmm. than most conservatories, I feel like. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, cool. UCLA, where it is. And that low key, my best friend at the time was going to UCLA. So I was mm. like, fuck it. Ooh, can I cut a song here? Yeah, you can great, cut. great. So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to UCLA and I'm just going to just thrive there. And then that's what I did. And then I became an assistant to my mentor, yeah. Fatima Robinson. Yeah. Yeah. I was reading a little bit about uh, Fatima. It seems like she's just like a, like a legend. A OG, legend like, icon of like yes. a Debbie Allen type yes. like yes. person. Yes. How did you get like set up with her? She was working at Okay. UCLA, so remember or? that music video I said I did at 10? Of course. She hired me for that. Wow. Randomly. So she'd like, she'd been on you. Yeah. And then she tried to hire me. Cause I was choreographing and did yeah. when I was younger as when I was a teenager. Yeah. Very like in the street of like, you know, how crumping was big and crown mm-hmm. dancing and mm-hmm. there were like, there were groups and, and yeah. choreography yeah, yeah. squads. Yeah. I was on one of the choreography squads, one of the choreographers and, um, it's a different era. It's a different era. <laughs> it's a different time guys. Telling my age right now. The wheel turns. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, so Fatima, all like she would do master classes, and I would go to them, and so she would always pull me up and dance because I was, you know, one of the youngest ones in there. Mm-hmm. And then at that time, I was going by Charmaine, which is my government name. Mm-hmm. Um, and then by the time I got off Madonna, Rhea, right after Charm had really developed. Mm-hmm. So when I met and ran into Fatima again, everyone's introducing like me to her as Charm. The agency, they're like, "Oh, this, this like, girl Charm," but she doesn't know Charm. She's like, "Okay, who is this girl Charm?" They're like, "She just came off the tour with Madonna. We had the same agent." And she sees you, and it's like, and then we're sitting there, and she's like, um, "I end up choreographing something for her," and she comes in, and she goes, "Oh, okay, I love it." Da-da-da. And um, I'm like, "Oh, Fatima, you know, you hired me before, you know, and I and I've done some stuff with you." And she's like. Really? Like, what? Because I'm young. She's like, huh? What are you talking about? And I'm like, oh, okay. So the Mace video. Yeah. And then, you know, the master class. And she looked at me and she's like, Charmaine. And I'm like, yeah. She's like, you're that little girl. And I was like, 
yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> and she, of course, and then remembered every, you. Yeah. yeah, of course. And then ever since then, and then she was like, oh, my God. Yeah. And then I've been with her ever since. Yeah. What were sort of like the biggest sort of lessons that she like like imparted on you when you're sort of like developing, graduating um, college, thinking about like career? Su- I will say she supported me so much while I was going through college because I was yeah. at one point I was doing like 26 units. You know, that's a lot. Wow. I was trying to get out of there. I was paying for it. Yeah. And she always supported that. She always, you know, never let me slack on my work with her at all, mm. but gave me the grace to be like, do both. Mm. And so, new, and you know, if I wasn't available, she knew I was at school and I was going back and forth. I almost dropped out of college, to be honest. Yeah. I almost dropped out and joined the club. Yeah. And my best friends at the time and, and a bunch of the African-American community in UCLA at the time, because it was, they didn't, my year, they didn't accept a lot of black mm-hmm. um, students they were like, you can't drop out. Because I was like, it was like 96, I think, that year they only accepted mm. into UCLA. And they were like, you can't drop out. And so, like, it was this whole thing. We need you for, like, the data. <laughs> you know, they, they, you know, it was so much support from my best friends. And so they helped me. Because it was just, oh, I was overwhelmed. Yeah. I'm working full time, doing what I want to do. And I'm like, oh, I'm in college doing what I want to do. I'm supposed to be here learning to do what I want to Why am I here? Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. Speaking about being overwhelmed, I mean, just like even hearing you explain 26 credits, working all the yeah. time, like all of that, I'm literally like feeling anxious just like <laughs> listening to it. Like, you know, no, what was your it, sort of like mental health at the time? Or like, did I, you even honest, realize like the struggles oh that you may have been in or? To be honest, I was go, 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 go. And I'm not going to say that was the healthiest thing for me. Yeah. But I knew I had a mission. Like I knew I, I knew I wanted to be the best and great at what I did and whatever I did. And I was trying to get out of at school. At what cost? And that's, this is what I'm saying. This, yeah. is, not, this is not for everybody. My yeah. dedication and, and, and my, my strength, I'm going to yeah. call it, yeah. is not for everybody. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to do, I wanted to, I wanted to assist. I wanted to be in the world and I wanted to build my career. And I also wanted to go to school. Yeah. There was some compromising, right? Like I wasn't a straight A student in college. I was a straight A student in high school. You know, by the time I got to college, I was like, shit, this C you're going to have to do because yeah. I don't got the time. There's no way. It's I the best I can do right it's now. It's the best yeah. I can do. You yeah. know? Yeah. Um, and I had to tell myself that cause I was very hard on myself. Education was very important for my mother for me. So yeah. not being the, the smartest in the class was just like a, or yeah. the best or getting, you know, it was just, it was a thing. Did you notice like that sort of just strength and like ambition? Like, did it sort of take a toll on you like mentally, emotionally in any way? Or like, were you just like so driven I that it's so just dri- like, I'm going to be honest, that part of you like wasn't even on at I that didn't, time. I, I wasn't even on. Yeah. I was so driven. I was, crazy. I was, I was so like, all right, cool. This is my way out. This is my, this is what I want to do. This is, you know, yeah. I've been given a gift and I'm going to ride it. Yeah. And I will tell you this though. As we fast forward into my life as an adult, it hit me. Yeah. I mean, it it, it, oh. it catches up to everyone oh, at some catch- point. Oh. You know, that's that's sort oh. of the beauty of, of this mental health conversation yes. is like yes. you can't you can't escape years, it forever. Years yeah. of go, 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 go like a machine. Go, go, yeah. go, go, go. Don't move. Like I went to my father's funeral and then I left and went to rehearsal. Wow. Because I didn't want to miss rehearsal. Yeah. Because it was an award show the next day. And I was like, yeah. I can't. I can't. Well, you explain your life up to that point. Like, it, it makes it, sense why you would do something yeah, like that. Yeah, like, you know, like the go, 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 go mentality, the, yeah. the hustle. The, 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 you probably didn't think twice about it. I didn't think twice. <laughs> yeah. And now when I go back on those memories, yeah. I'm going, girl, what the fuck? Right. Like Sit you, down. Yeah. Yeah. Sit down. Yeah. And, and to be honest, I'm learning. Yeah. Still to this day, I'm learning how to take care of myself. Yeah. Was there like a, 
holy shit moment that like stopped you in your tracks of like you just like yeah i was couldn't get out of bed or just had a really was, hard time or, i will like, tell you this for me in order for me to stop my body has to break down right because your work is sick. so like physical it's physical yeah so i can work through pain i realize this i have a high tolerance for pain yeah and i didn't i didn't i'm not aware for me, I think it was my body slowly breaking down. Like, I don't get sick. And then my body just started, like, yeah. aching and hurting yeah. and just, like, not wanting to dance in a way. And yeah. I'm like, all right, this is, all right, something's going on. Yeah. Something's going on. Yeah, I mean, there, there, there's so much interesting, like, so many interesting studies out there about, like, the body and its mm-hmm. connection to our mental health. And, mm-hmm. like, you know, they say that the gut is really the second brain. Yep. There's, like, so many of, like, the dopamine our receptors are stored in there when it comes to like diet and what we eat and stuff Everything. and like obviously get, oh my you know, god i can get into all of that yeah like so many it's, of our traumas are like stored in the body of yes. different areas or yes. things like that or having your yes. heartbeat or chest gets tight or whatever yes. like that you know i think there's such a beautiful connection there that even when we get so busy with our lifestyles and like go 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 all the time it's like we will get to a point where your body will literally not let you do something to start to like protect your mental health and mm-hmm. i think that's such a cool like way of how the body responds and will even sort of like override the brain at times when mm-hmm. it's time to like take care of yourself you know a hundred percent yeah a hundred my body does that to me it yeah. goes up or a hip or a back or that it's like yeah. crazy things have happened to me in the past yeah. couple years where i yeah. have to be like doctors are like uh you're healthy we don't know and then i know it's like all right it's me Right. It's like it's that, my that's mental. my body's it's, it's signal my, that yes. I'm not taking care I'm not of something taking care else. Of myself. Yeah. In all aspects. Yeah. You know, self care, breaks, yeah. time, yeah. stress. You know, I work in an industry where stress is almost inevitable. Yeah. Everybody is just like, you know, there was a point in time where I used to wake up and I hear my phone, one, two, three in the morning, email. And it's just like, people feel like the emails had to be answered right then. Right. No, not anymore. There's always something wrong. It's always There's something always wrong. Always changing something. It's just like, like, you know, and, yeah. and while I was building my career, I was, you know, yes, 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 yes to everything. Yeah. And, and, and trying to build that, that career for myself. Yeah. Now, and again, I am a work in progress. Yeah. But I am learning and applying and and holding myself accountable for the, my self-care moments for my mind for my mental if there and I'm just gonna be honest like if if there's an artist or work that I don't want to do because it is not good for my mental mm-hmm. I'm not doing it yeah whereas back in the day I would be like okay I can deal with this say yes to everything I would yeah. say yes to everything yeah. but now it's just not it's not worth it because yeah. at the end of the day the show is still going to go on whether yeah. I'm here or not yeah like you know what I mean and, yeah and if I'm not my best self then how can I put out my best work? And I, and I take pride in putting out work. I take pride in, in my work, totally. in my art. Yeah. So if I'm not my best self, no, yeah. I can't do it. What's sort of your relationship like with your body been like, I imagine more when you were dancing mainly, but like, uh-huh. you know, body image and identity. And, you know, oh. this is my like tool of like yeah. injury and dealing with that. And just like, how has that sort of relationship been for you having like your body sort of like be your career in that way? Um, up and down. Yeah. I'm going to say when I was younger, I'm going to say teenage years, I had a, issues with my body because I wasn't skinny. Mm-hmm. But you have to be strong. It's like the, these yeah, but dancers like, are in such like amazing shape, I feel like. Well, let me get, let me be more specific. Uh, there was a point in time in my life where I thought I was going to be a ballerina. Right. <laughs> I was going to be a full-blown ballet right. dancer. And my body didn't fit at the time the mold of what that mm. was. The mold of when I looked left and right. 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 So I had... 
issues there that yeah, I overcome, like, of course. What's wrong with me? Yeah. Right. What, well, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, okay. And then I will say, go into the physical of my body. I have to learn to now. We're, okay, imagine I'm in sometimes eight-hour rehearsals, 10-hour rehearsals on sets for 16 hours. Yeah. Flying, going straight from a 10-hour flight straight to an eight-hour rehearsal. It's insane it's insane yeah. and imagine me doing all that or anybody doing all that not eating well right like not, not taking care not taking care of, yeah. like not sleeping because it's a constant go not if you can get massages do anything to take care of right. yourself i wasn't like, doing any of that all like, the this recovery is all part new. of it yeah the recovery is very new for me yeah. maybe in the past a year Wow. I've not been doing this for that a very so long time. That is so recent. Yes, very. I'm going to be yeah. honest. Yeah. This is, this is, You're cold punching for the first time right now. This, yeah. is, this is very, you know, and I still have to even remind myself, hey, take a break. Hey. Da, da, da. Yeah. Because I'll look up in my calendar. I'll have one day off in three months. Mm. It's not sustainable. It's not. <laughs> you know, it's not. And again, why I'm grateful for this moment to speak about it, because someone could see my Instagram and just see the, wow, charm works and works and she does so many things and yes i want to do that yeah it comes at a cost and yeah. i'm still learning how to balance my life and myself because yeah. i love what i do yeah. i throw myself in it yeah you know yeah um but yeah the self-care is very new for me is it any less physical demanding being on the choreographer side over the dancer side or like oh with no. all the rehearsals it doesn't even dancing. seem like oh, i'm still in there hitting them steps don't play yeah i'm still in there <laughs> i'm hitting them steps i'm getting it i'm in rehearsals and sometimes i have three rehearsals going on at once so i'm yeah. jumping around yeah. driving jumping around to, to 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 get it all done do you prefer sort of like to be more of the the choreographer than mm -hmm. like an actual subject or like how have you thought about balancing like the two sides of that coin for like yeah. your work i love um both still yeah i enjoy dance yeah I've actually decided, this is, you're getting all the new stuff, okay? I've go. actually decided to start taking classes on my own, like getting back to the root, root of it mm -hmm. and just exploring with my body again. That's beautiful. And just freely. Yeah. No rules. Yeah. No, like, creative. Yeah. Just being. Where did um, that, like, desire come from? I just woke up one day and was just like, I want to dance. Yeah. I want to dance with no judgment. I want to dance. I want to I want to have that that I want to feel that passion again. I yeah. love that I'm able to put my work on people and and share it yeah. in that way, but I still at heart miss it. Yeah, I think that's something that a lot of people can relate to even like when we first started the brand, it's like a lot of the things we're doing it's like it's not that serious. There's no stakes. It's like mm -hmm. it's just for the love of the game. Yes. And then you continue to do it and it becomes a business and your livelihood and all these things and you you know the the inevitable business aspect does suck a lot of like the fun and joy 100%. and authenticity out of it. That 100%. it's like, wait, I still love dance, but like, I don't want to do it like that. Like yes. I want to do it like this, yes. how I did when I was like a kid or yes. something, maybe. And it's to push myself in my mind, Yeah, you know, in a different way. But to go back on what you what you were saying, like it is a business and some people forget that even though I am able to, and we're able to do our passions, right? Like art, visual fashion everything yeah it's, they're still right once you get to it they're still business yeah the meetings the yeah. zooms the yeah. calls yeah. the emails the, da, da, da. yeah and that does like and that's when i realized i needed help i used to do everything myself mm. because i felt like i don't know i guess doing things myself or asking asking for help i thought was a sign of weakness don't even i don't even know why i yeah. used to think that yeah. back in the day you don't strike me as someone who's asked for help a lot of i don't <laughs> <laughs> i'm literally even to this day i call my friends can you right. <laughs> help <laughs> no but 
I've learned yeah. to ask for help yeah. and to surround myself with a group of people that help me. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, I mean, ultimately, aspect. I think that's 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 the biggest sign of of courage. Yeah. And of like of really the strength that you talk about lies mm-hmm. in the vulnerability mm-hmm. to be able to say something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think it, it it we are conditioned as a society to be like you know tough it out, figure it out mm-hmm. on your own. You, mm-hmm. you know, like get it done, etc. But I I mean. I literally say asking for help, like when people ask me like advice or anything like that, I literally always say like your vulnerability is like the most important thing in life yeah. and like the ability to ask for help. Cause like no one can do anything by themselves, whether right. you have like you work at a restaurant or, or you're live in the white yeah. house and like everything in between. It's like, it, it takes a team and it, and mm-hmm. it takes a village to really to do anything, especially at such a level like yeah. you're doing. Yeah. Uh, what is your sort of like team or like support system look like uh, today? Um, oh, I have so many friends. Right, just yeah. like I have a group of amazing people who are friends um, that work with me, from helping me schedule appointments to helping me run my company. Yeah. Um, when it comes to choreographing and, and my associate choreographers, just like how to balance it just all. How yeah. To balance it all. Yeah. This is my first year having a man. Like I have a managers now. Mm. I have people helping. Like, I, I've been doing... It's legit now, yeah. It's legit. It's legit. It's a long time coming, and I was doing... Has that been weird for you to sort of, like, you know, let like let people in on, like, the camp and sort of, like, delegate responsibilities yeah, be, and sort of, like, trust other people and things like that? because I'm used to doing everything, like... Whew, yeah. Like, everything. Yeah. I'm not a control freak, I promise. Yeah. <laughs> everything. everything. Um, no, but, um, yeah, like... It's been helpful, and it's allowed me to even back up as, as small details of, like, letting my um, associate choreographers take the room yeah, and me going to do something else and mm. me not having to be in a room. Like, trust and empowering. And trust yeah. and empowering, and that's where I am in yeah. my life and my career. And it helps me so much. Yeah. I can sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even I'm, – I'm so serious with you right now. That's great. <laughs> like, letting go yeah. has been a key. Yeah. And it was hard at first. Yeah. But slowly. I'm not perfect. Yeah. You know, I'm still... Work in progress, like you said. Always. Work in progress. But letting go and allowing people that I trust to do what I trust them to do. Yeah. You know? On the topic of, like, movement, I feel Mm -hmm. like there's something so expressive about it. Mm -hmm. And I do feel like it is so inherently tied to, like, mental health of, like, even different, like, recitals or, like, performances that I've been at. It's, like, the art of movement, I feel like, evokes feeling in such a such a direct way, you mm-hmm. know, like more so than maybe certain art or film or music mm-hmm. might be more like indirect, I guess. Yeah. Like what's, what's sort of been your creative process and like in terms of like, you know, expressing your own sort of mental health and energy like through this movement or like does it all really sort of come from like the artist and like their idea first or like how does that sort of work uh, in your mind? I think every artist is different. Yeah. Every space is different. Yeah. So you like to show up like sort of like blank slate? Blank slate of course i have how i feel and my feelings in the moment yeah but it's very blank slate yeah i like to listen to the music i like to actually create in the room mm. um nine times out of ten i don't prep mm. like it's sort of just like improvised it's improvised wow. based off, yeah it's improvised based off of is that maybe common a for most people or like m- i've been told recently that it's not common mm. that most people prep um like i've been told recently that i'm special like <laughs> You said it, not me. Um, no, but I've like a lot of people prep, and everyone has their their own yeah, yeah. way of doing it. Their own it. process. Yeah. For me, my process is like I don't. I listen to the music. 
I see things, like whatever I feel. I look at the people in the room. I let them move around. I look at the artists. The yeah. artists talk to me how they feel, and then I start to create. Yeah. And then it just moves and morphs, and then I just... It's so funny because, like, sometimes in rehearsal, dancers say, like, I'll be, like, talking, and then I'll just stop, and I'll just be in my own little world. And they're like, oh, she's creating. <laughs> and I come back, I'm like, oh, okay, I got it. Right. Because if I get stuck on something, yeah. I have to, like, step back, and then... It's like an artist with, like, a verse or something. Exactly. And, yeah. then, I, and then I come back in, and I'm just like, all right, here we go. Yeah. But it's, it's different for every artist, every space. Everything mm-hmm. is, is custom to that particular project. Totally. Um, when I saw that you worked on the on the Big Steppers tour, I got like so excited. I had never seen a performance that I felt like had so many different like, you know, sort of like mini ideas like built into it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like every single song mm-hmm. was like a completely different set, a completely mm-hmm. different style of movement, a mm-hmm. completely different idea, mm-hmm. a completely different story. Mm-hmm. And I'm just sort of wondering like more specifically on that, like, mm-hmm project like was was what was that process like and like was that sort of the idea like it was almost sort of like 10 mini shows within a single show i think um with that album with that with with kendrick's music for me yeah they're all mini stories yeah every song yeah and every song with kendrick he allows me to be in a space where i could just be Mm. he's one artist that kind of you know he tells me how he feels um and then he just lets me explore. Right. Like, so he lets it go. He lets it go. To you. Yeah. He lets it go to me. And yeah. and we go back and forth in that type of way. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so interesting that you, it resonated with you that each little piece was like its yeah. own entity. Well, especially yeah. I've seen, you know, every single, like, one of his tours. Yeah. Since he was at, like, the Galen Center at SC for, yeah. like, a thousand people. It's like, and that just seemed like a big step up in terms of his yes. live show of, like, oh, mm-hmm. this is a real, like... This is a real story. But it's, it, it definitely was a story. Yeah. Every song was a story. Yeah. Individual and then all linked together. Yeah. Um, and that just came with the music and with his lyrics. Yeah. And with our conversations. I, I normally don't give the, um, the, the super details. Yeah, because yeah. Because I, no, like, I, I like people to interpret and for explore themselves. for yeah. themselves. Yeah. Maybe one day I'll get into like. No, for sure. Like deep, 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 deep tell, but you're actually you're to me, yeah. From my perspective, yeah, you're, you're on with it being different little mini pieces, yeah, all connecting a story. Is all it about in Mr. any Morale. way like harder to work with an artist who's like so like intentional and like everything is so no. purposeful versus no. like something that might be more surface level or no. like the process me, is the same? Yeah, for me the process is the same. Right, I enjoy both. Yeah, I enjoy. I love artists who are so hands on because he's very hands on, mm-hmm. and still giving me the freedom to right. create. It's like the balance of hands on, but also yeah, not like being worlds. controlling in the same way. Yeah, yeah, it's both worlds. It's the best of both worlds it's because the two sides. because you have someone telling you how they feel and, and what they feel like. You know, the the vocabulary should be mm-hmm. what this means, da, da, da. and so it just opens up a world for me to create. Yeah, you know, yeah. when it's a blank slate and I create something hypothetically if it's a blank slate i'm creating something and then you have someone go oh i don't like that mm. i don't know where you even want to go mm-hmm. if that makes sense yeah yeah so i love when artists are hands-on i love when artists are in the room with me he's in the room with me you yeah. know like right like there like there, boots on the ground like there yeah. and then yeah. still giving the space i just i love the, i love collaborating i think yeah. that's so important um to creating art yeah yeah well i know that uh we only have a few more minutes but yeah. a couple more questions i have for you like sort of looking ahead like mm-hmm. uh what sort of you know 
work are you still sort of interested or like as you're becoming more intentional with your time and like yeah. you know balancing more like are there any sort of like initiatives that are super important to you or like how are you thinking yes. about like the yes. future yes there are i if we talk about just merely goals yeah i definitely want to get into film mm. and tv um writing yeah a short mm. dance related are there like like movement coordinators in like movies and stuff mm -hmm. right yeah there's there's like even just the choreography of just like walking around and shit and, like that i, I think yeah. there's choreographers there's um movement directors yeah does that um, interest you like the non-dance side of movement oh, I, lo I love it all yeah yeah i love it all sick um i also want to work on i'm going to start leaning towards so i mentor um girls nice and um well some of my students still to this day and I really want to work on building like a kind of a nonprofit Sick. for dance in the community. Yeah. You host like your own sort of like after school class well, or something? No, what or like well, I used to teach at a dance studio. And then from there, it went from um, that to like individually taking students and who wanted to be in the industry and kind mm, of like, like help. Like really mentoring. Like really and mentoring. Like, and even if they didn't yeah. want to dance. Yeah. Just, just in life in general. Yeah. Um, and I still do that to this day. Yeah. Even in the community of dance, like I mentor um, young find girls. Find time in the schedule. <laughs> I find time. I'm telling you, find that that I'm gonna always find time yeah. for. Always. But I bet in like a weird way that like those young girls that you work with, like that makes you feel just as fulfilled as like oh, doing a Super Bowl show or oh, like 100%. if not even more. Yeah. A hundred percent. One yeah. of my girls, Aaliyah, um, she's fifteen now. I've known her since she was twelve. She just started choreographing and she did this whole piece and she wow sent it to me and sent me this whole message and that literally i cry, cried for that right. i was like this is the, the best thing of my life the best yeah. thing ever yeah you know to know that i That's inspire beautiful. her in a way to continue because she didn't she it was her first time choreographing she always wants to choreograph but didn't have like the courage yet yeah and just her telling me that her being around me and watching me inspired her to create it's yeah. just like that is where it's at for me yeah to be honest all That's this other beautiful. shit is like it's great i love yeah. it but that is where my heart lies, and that's where I'm saying I want to slowly start leaning into opening and building things and doing more speaking and teaching more. Mm. Um, like and really, really giving back in that yeah, way. Yeah, as much as I can. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. It's going to take you to uh, not focus on the other stuff as much. Yeah, you know? that's but fine. Yeah. I get to, I'm, I'm at a place in my life yeah. and my career where I, I can pick and choose what I want to do. Yeah. Things that make me feel good, things that inspire me. I don't care if it's a lot of money, a little money. I don't care. Right. As long as I'm inspired and it feels right for me, I want to do it. And when I am able to do that, which I am doing, I'm able to open myself back up to do other things. Because mm. when I just say yes to everything because yeah. I'm trying to, yeah. you know, be a machine, please everybody, it's yeah. not it. Well, I think there's a moment where, like, it shifts when you become successful where it's no longer, like, you no longer have a lack of opportunity. Right. You more so have like a lack of time and yes. a lack of like focus yes. where then you actually have to be more selective with, with your time and your resources 100%. and like, you know, your bandwidth in that way. Yeah. Um, are there any sort of like, you know, like dream artists who you want to work with or like different like venues or like events no, to sort of do? Or I want to like, do an installation piece. Yeah. I want to work on that. I want to work on like movie, TV, film kind of things. I want to write, yeah. get into writing. Yeah, and, and still mentoring and teaching and, and speaking more and doing more podcasts and, Love and it. being that in that Love way it. and still creating as much as I can. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Really oh, enjoyed the conversation. And I feel like it's so just your journey is incredible. And I feel like to be able to sort of get like into your sort of mental health care and like what yeah. that looks like, you know, maybe a little bit later in life or even mm -hmm. with all this success, but still realizing that like 
it's not too late is I feel like mm-hmm. such an amazing message that I know will resonate uh, with a lot of people. So uh, really appreciate it's it. It's never John. too late. Okay, yeah. I've been doing this for, I'm not going to tell my age, <laughs> a very long time. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And I've thought I, I thought I lost the passion mm. because I was overwhelmed. Yeah. And once I realized that I needed to work on myself and, and care for myself, yeah. everything else fell back in place. Yeah. Literally. And this is recently. Wow. Recently. But let go and let God, I guess. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Well, thanks so much for coming by. I appreciate we'll it. We'll see you soon. Peace. Later. Thank you guys so much for listening. As always, it means the world to us. I uh, hope you are enjoying your summer, uh, wherever in the world you are. I know it's getting pretty hot here in L.A., uh, so I hope you guys are taking care of yourself, uh, having fun, drinking water, and uh, yeah, we'll talk to you next week. Peace. The Mad Happy Podcast is brought to you by Optimism.